Hello, this is Professor Leslie Garfield-Tenzer, and this is Law to Fact. Today we are talking property. In this episode, I talk to Dean Jason Zarneski, Gilbert and Sarah Curlin Distinguished Professor of Environmental Law, Associate Dean, and Executive Director of our nationally, well, world-recognized environmental law program. It's a really quick podcast that will, in 10 minutes, leave you understanding the difference between subleases and assignments. I think you'll enjoy it. First, a few disclaimers. Disclaimer one. Always remember you take the professor, not the course. To the extent that our discussions do not mirror what you learn in your class, keep in mind that your professor may have his or her own way of presenting the material. Second, these discussions are presented as an overview of a topic. There are certainly going to be some nuances that you may explore in class. Keep those in mind. Hi, well, welcome back. You did such a great job with Future Interest. Let's talk about subleases and assignments. So tell me about subleases and assignments. So, you know, the... the Two of the the, the problems that my students have are with future interests, and the second is understanding the difference between a sublease and assignment, especially as it relates to privity of estate and privity of contract. So the first thing is students think they know what a sublease is, and they think they know what assignment is, and they come to property and they're like, wait a minute, when I was subletting my apartment in college, I wasn't subletting my apartment. I was assigning (laughs) my apartment. And the difference is, is, if you're trying to, if you're a tenant and trying to convey the remainder of your, the entire remainder of the rest of your lease to somebody else, that's an assignment. Okay. It's not a sublet. Hmm. But if you're renting from January to December and you're going away for the summer and so want to rent it to somebody else over the summer, that's a sublet because you're retaining an interest. You're going to come back after hmm. your summer job. And that's the difference between a sublease and assignment. So, so just to be clear, a sublease is just kind of leasing a part of the term of the lease. To That's right, where somebody where, where you've retained your ability to re-enter right. after that term has expired. Yeah, that after be, that term, not like while they're... Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And th- then we learn this difference between sublease and assignments, and students ask, well, why does this matter? And it matters because of liability as to rent, and who's primarily and secondarily liable. And this is based on our notions of privity of contract and privity of estate. Okay. So, you know, like, what are those? Right. right. So what is privity? You need, like, a whole dictionary just for yeah, property exactly, terms. Exactly. So um, if I'm the landlord mm-hmm. and I rent to you, right? okay, we have a conveyance of an interest in property, and you're in possession as the tenant, right? If I'm a landlord, you rent yeah. the property, you're in possession. We're in privity of estate based on that possession. We also have a lease, which is like a contract. And so we're also in privity of contract on the basis of that lease agreement. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so now the question is, you want to convey your interest to somebody else. Right. So I am the renter, yeah. right? You're, you're, you're the, the landlord. I'm the tenant. Yeah. And I want to convey my interest as tenant to a third person. Right. We'll call that the second tenant or T1 or okay. whatever you want to... Whoever we can T2. Make, T2. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So we have, we have different tenants. And so depending on your relationship... To that tenant, and whether it's a sublease or assignment, affects liability. So let's say it's a sublease. Okay. So I rent to you from January to December, mm-hmm. and you want to sublet it to somebody else for the summer, and then come back. Okay? I have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. So 
a contractual relationship. Yeah, and we're so we're in privity of contract, right? You, I also put you in possession of the property. Yes. So we're in privity of estate. Okay. Now you've done the same thing to someone else, right? Via the sublease agreement, you are in privity of contract under that sublease agreement with the second tenant. You're also in privity of estate. Make sense? Yeah. All right. So, who's primarily liable to me for the rent? Me. You are. Right. Okay? And they're primarily liable to you. So, I, if the person who you sublighted to stops paying rent, I can't collect from them. Right. We're not in privity. Right. Unless. Yes. The jurisdiction recognizes third-party beneficiary contracts. Okay. So, you could have a situation where... In your lease agreement with your subletter, mm-hmm. they expressly agree to accept all the covenants and promises in our rent and to pay me rent. Okay. In a jurisdiction, some jurisdictions will say, oh, that's a third-party beneficiary contract. You have a contract with someone else for my benefit. Right. I'm the third party. I'm the third-party landlord. Right. And therefore, I have a cause of action for liability. But because we're in privity of estate, you are primarily liable. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we can also have an assignment. Wait, before you talk about the assignment, sure. the, 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 the theory, too, is that why should the landlord have to go after the second tenant, right? When the landlord not only wasn't a party to the contract with the second tenant, but also when the landlord didn't even know that there was going to be a sublease. Other well, than, although, I'm assuming this is all where it's legal to sublease under the terms. Yeah, of so you can obviously have, and most you know property professors, that's what they'll cover in the next unit, yeah. which is to talk about when can a landlord uh, withhold uh, subleases or assignment or require permission for a sublease right. and assignment. I don't think always. You know, and in that example, you know, the reason I'm not going to go for sublease is you're coming back. Right. Okay, you're coming back, so you're in privy of a state with me on that basis. Now, in an assignment where you're transferring your entire interest to somebody else. Okay, where the, the tenant is transferring their entire interest to somebody else. That's right. That's an assignment. Right. Because you're not coming back. Okay. And that puts me, if it is an effective assignment, that puts me in privity of a state mm-hmm. with that new tenant right. who has taken on the assignment. Okay? And that's important because privity of a state takes on primary liability okay. for the rent. And so now I'm in privity of... Now, if they don't pay, mm-hmm. we're still... You and I. You and I. are still on the hook. For privity of contract. Right. And you're going to be on the hook for the privity of contract unless you ask for what's called the novation. Right. Which is a release yes. from all those covenants and promises. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, also, the assignee that you've assigned it to also could accept, could assume all the covenants of the original lease. Okay. And that can be important as well because some covenants, what we say, run with the land. Mm -hmm. They touch and concern land, like rent. Right. But others don't. Maybe you made some promise like you're going to walk my dogs too. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't touch and concern land. It's not related to land. But maybe if the, the assignee assumed all those covenants as well, they could be liable to those as well if... The jurisdiction recognized third party beneficiary okay. contracts. So, really, you know, the students. They, they, Wait, do some jurisdictions not recognize third Some jurisdictions do not recognize okay. third party beneficiary okay. contracts in the landlord tenant context. Oh, okay, okay. Right? This is an example where con- or, uh, property law started as one of status mm-hmm. that the king right. 
And the fiefdom. And the fiefdom gave you land in exchange for services. Got it. You know, the Lord of the Rings, you know, <laughs> swearing fealty to the Lord of Gondor sort of thing. And that moved from contract to conveyance. We're like, no, you're actually giving people title to the property in fee simple absolute. And now we've moved from conveyance to contract, to adopting a lot of contract theory. And this is an example where we've adopted that sort of contract theory. And so we have to be aware of that in this context. It also happens in other contexts if, if a landlord is trying to deal with the breach of a tenant, when do contract remedies come into play? So here the important thing to remember is that there are two things, sublease and assignment. Mm-hmm. Right? Assignment is where you've conveyed the entire rest of your interest right. in the property. And then what is the relationship as it relates to privity of contract and privity of the state between the landlord, the tenant, and then the next tenant who might be the subletter or the signee. And it matters because depending upon who's in privity of the state or privity of contract, it impacts who's primary or secondary liability. Because why do people breach their landlord-tenant agreement? They stop paying rent. Why do people stop paying rent? They might not have any money. So if the pr- person with primary liability is not paying or can't pay at all, you might need to go to the person with secondary liability. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on the order of the transaction, um, you know, the tenant may act as a surety, or there might be subrogation theories that allow, you can imagine in a New York real estate transaction yes. where somebody owns a building and they lease the building to a management company who leases it to a, a store owner who leases part of his store to somebody else. There's all sorts of layers in that transaction and you have to understand what their relationships are so we know who is primary liability for rent. Okay. I have a question. Sure. Let's say that I rent property from January through December 31st. Is there ever a time where I can sublease the property from November through December 31st? In other words, can you sublease and have the sublease end with the term you know, of, the, of the original lease? Because in that situation, you're never taking the property back. That's an assignment. Okay, so I it's think. always a sign. So if, you, 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 if you are transferring the entire rest of the term, right. it's going to be an assignment. Right. Okay, so that's a good trick, right? You know, I mean, courts do look at the words and the intentions of the parties. Um, you know, people call things a sub- sublet right. lease all the time, um, but it's an assignment. And the reason is, is if you're never going to come back in possession, how the landlord never has a relationship to you as somebody having a possessory interest. And so you're not in privity with the landlord. The landlord's going to have to go after that new tenant because you're never going to be back. Perfect. That makes great sense. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. So that's my discussion on subleases and assignments with Dean Jason Zarneski. Thanks to www.bensound.com for the music. If you're enjoying these podcasts, do us a favor and like them on iTunes. If you have a particular topic you'd like covered or professor you'd like us to speak with, tweet us at at Laudafact and we'll see if we can get that done for you too. Have a great day. (laughs) 